place where your love is shared the same For the stories where the hero saves the girl somehow Where the no further friends, the adventure never ends We will save the world somehow In Sunspots Comics Town Welcome to the Sunspots Comics Podcast, issue number 163, where I do a whole lot of strongly recommending, but only lightly reviewing, of the best of the new comic books that just came out last Wednesday, June 27th. And this particular podcast, like Superman, is here to fight for truth, justice, and the American way. Stop laughing, Lois. <laughs> I am your host and comic book advocate, Chris Latore. I hope that... You and your loved ones are doing amazingly well and have a fantastic 4th of July all set up and planned with so many hot dogs and hamburgers and chips. Gotta have chips. But thank you so much for listening to the Sunspots Comics Podcast. Please hit the subscribe button to our Sunspots Comics Podcast. Check out our past podcasts. There's a ton of them on our giant podcast feed. And please follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Xbox Live, and YouTube. Whatever tickles your fancy as far as the social media goes. All with one easy-to-find place with one name, at Sunspots Comics. That right, that's right, we made it easy for you. And some quick thank yous to start us off. First, I wanted to thank our sponsor, PopUpTea.com. Yes, if you love a super ginormical selection of nerdy t-shirts, then you're going to love PopUpTea.com. That's right. All you got to do is go over to PopUpTea.com, use promotional code SUNSPOTSCOMICS, and you'll get 25% off of any shirt order. And you got to see... The ton of nerdy t-shirts they've got. I mean, you'll even get 25% off of the clearance shirts, which are only like 8, 9, 10 bucks. But go over to popuptea.com, use the promotional code SUNSPOTSCOMICS, and you'll get 25% off. Thank you, popuptea.com. Also, thank you to my friend, Nick Papa George. He is the dude that sings our Sunspots Comics theme song. Yes, I love listening to it. Please check out his band, Solution. He's the lead singer, the guitarist. Go to solutionmusic.net or facebook.com slash solutionreggae for links to their music. There's some upcoming show dates on there. If you love rock and reggae and feel-good music, you're going to love Solution. Check out Nick Papa George's band again solutionmusic.net thank you to my son Justin Jables Latori for his work on our Sunspots Comics spin-off podcast called Sunspots Scene that's right we have two podcasts and Sunspots Scene is my son Jables and a couple of friends they talk about movies and TV shows of all genres not just the comic books and they also play a little funny goofy game at the very end so you gotta listen all the way to the end but please check them out if you already subscribe to our podcast, you'll get the Sunspots Scene podcast automatically, but they're available on all the podcatchers like SoundCloud, etc. And please check out their Instagram at Sunspots Scene. Thank you, Jables. And now it's actually free comic book time. Yes, I have a free digital copy of X-Men Gold number one for you from Marvel Comics, written by Mark Guggenheim and also the super sweet Leah Williams, who I actually just met at Collected Comics and Games in Dallas, Texas. Uh, very recently. Also art by Alitha Martinez. 
All you have to do to win this comic is be the first person to grab this digital code that I'm about to read. Go to marvel.com slash redeem and punch it in. That's all you got to do. Very simple. And you have your own free digital copy of X-Men Gold number one. So here is the code. Listen carefully. Grab a pen and paper. The digital code for X-Men Gold is D is in door, K is in kangaroo, W is in whiskey, zero, K is in kangaroo, L is in Larry, E is in Edward, P is in Peter, six, seven, N is in Nancy, zero. So there you go. That's the code, by the way. The code expires January 1st. 2019 it's for x-men gold issue number one so be the first person grab that code go to marvel.com slash redeem to win it for free so good luck and it's just a little thank you a little something from the sunspots comics podcast here as a thank you for listening so if you win as well please let me know hit me up at sunspots comics so i can give you a shout out and also let the listeners know that the code has been taken So now, let's get into the Sunspots Comics Podcast, issue number 163, starting out with some stuff that's been floating around inside of my nerd brain. That's right. The first nugget of nerd that's lodged oh so deeply in my nerdy frontal lobes is the announcement that Legendary Entertainment has just acquired the worldwide movie rights for the acclaimed comic book series from Aftershock Comics called Animosity. I have loved this series from the beginning. Issue 16 is coming out very soon, by the way. It's lovely. It's written by Marguerite Bennett and the fantastic art by Raphael De La Torre. This series, uh, Quick Gist, is a virus uh, outbreak that causes animals to be able to talk and they become intelligent. Some even more often than others, smarter than humans. It's like Planet of the Apes, but with all animals. Uh, it's also centered around an 11-year-old girl named Jessie and her devoted dog protector named Sandor. Which, by the way, named from the hound, Sandor Clegane of Game of Thrones. Which is great. That's a fantastic little nugget of nice there. Uh, it's just a fantastic super comic. I'm super happy to hear that Legendary will be making animosity films I've got a feeling it's going to be films, I'll say it now, uh, in the very near future. Congratulations to everyone that I work for at Aftershocks and everyone that I know at Aftershock Comics. Congratulations. But Legendary Entertainment getting the worldwide rights to Animosity, the series from Aftershock Comics. Congratulations, guys. Awesome. Super extra happy because I work for them and I love this particular comic. So it's just two things coming together that are awesome. And the next nerdy thing that's floating around up inside my nerd lobes is the passing of a comic book artist named Tai Bong Dazo. He was most uh, known for his fantastic art on Deadpool, but he also did a very memorable run on Star Wars, Knights of the Old Republic. I love that. Thank you for your wonderful contributions, Mr. Tai Bong Dazo, to the world of comic books. You will be missed, my Filipino brother. And thank you for all of your wonderful contributions. But that's the passing of a comic book artist icon, Tai Bong Dazo, you will be missed. And the last thing that's floating around inside of my nerd brain is that I'm actually creating my very own comic book called Zombie Destroyers. It's truly a passion project of mine. I've been wanting to make a comic book my way since I was a little kid. I'm doing the writing and the lettering. And I wanted to take this time here, this moment, to give you a rather large, big Zombie Destroyers announcement right here. So here you go. I just signed up a new artist and a new colorist to the Zombie Destroyers team. I'm so excited to announce that Juan Mora is doing the Zombie Destroyers art. He is an amazing artist. And Caroline Nolasco has joined the Zombie Destroyers team as the primary colorist. I couldn't be happier. They are both skilled in their crafts and just super enthusiastic 
about my Zombie Destroyers concept and long-term plans that I have for my comic book. So please follow the Zombie Destroyers artist Juan Mora on everything at Young Minded Giant. And please follow the colorist of Zombie Destroyers, Caroline Nalasco, at Carol N. Art. That's just Carol with an N in the center, A-R-T. So thank you very much, both of you, for joining us. I can't wait to embark on our new adventure that is Zombie Destroyers together as a team. It's going to be so super exciting. Issue number one is, is wrapped, and we're putting the final touches and color and everything into it so that I can start the sort of marketing and sales and campaigning of my comic book Zombie Destroyer. So it's coming soon, right to your eyeballs. And if you want to see what it looks like right now, actually, and show your eyeballs what it is as at this moment, just go over to sunspotscomics.com and click on Zombie Destroyers. There are six sample pages there currently, and there's some new updates coming very soon. So again, that's sunspotscomics.com, and click on Zombie Destroyers to see what my comic book looks like. And next up is a quick mention of our segment called Spotlighting. A few weeks ago on Sunspots Comics issue 159, I interviewed comic book creator Nandini Bapat. She created this amazing heartwarming comic about her grandfather called Aja. I just wanted to kind of mention it. Go check it out. It's on the podcast feed. Plus, there's a ton of spotlighting interviews with some great people in the comic book business, some great guests on our podcast feed, like... A few weeks ago, I posted a, a spotlighting interview with comic book artist and movie director Troy Nixie. Go look at that one. It's on our podcast feed. He's an artist of this comic book that I love called Vinegar Teeth. All four issues are available now. The series wrapped and it's from Dark Horse Comics. And his art style is very out there, wild and wacky, which if you love that, you're going to love Troy Nixie's art. And he directed a movie called Don't Be Afraid of the Dark. It's uh, written by Guillermo del Toro, which is very cool. And we talk about that movie that he directed and his comic book, Vinegar Teeth. But please check out so, uh, his social media, at Troy Nixie. But I'm super proud of the spotlighting interview that I had with him. Humbled that he came onto the Sunspots Comics podcast to do an interview. So thank you again, Troy. And if you yourself work in comics or you're trying to break into comics like me... I would love to have a fun, nerdy conversation about comic books right here on a future podcast. Just send me a message. Maybe send me some of your comic book work so I can look at it to my email, chris at sunspotscomics.com. Of course, just message me on all the social media at sunspotscomics. But we want to help support the struggling comic book creators like me and others out there and let you listeners know about the comic books they are working on. So that is spotlighting. So now on to the main course, the centerpiece, the prime cut, the optimus, the sweet spot, the meat and potatoes of the Sunspots Comics Podcast, which is my comic book reviews and recommendations, where I share with you my favorite picks of the brand new comic books that just came out, new comic book day, Wednesday, June 27th. And of course, super duper light, semi-spoiler-ish alert. But really, don't worry. I work super hard just to inspire you to buy these comics without spoiling them. I would not do that. That would just break my own heart to spoil comics. So I really just never discuss the last few pages. I only cover some of the interesting points that makes up a comic book. But just in case, you've been super duper light, semi-spoiler-ish alerted. But don't worry. Also, to see everything that I'm reading, all of it just encapsulated of everything that is Sunspots Comics, even my favorite picks of the week that I've been, wow, been picking since May of 2015. I can't believe it's three years. Just hit the three-year mark. Go to sunspotscomics.com. You can even click on pull list to see the just updated 120 titles that I'm reading. Yes, I'm currently reading 120 titles. That's crazy. But I update the site every week. I'm super proud of it. It's a simple, easy, compact website. It's called Sunspots Comics. Dot com. Please go check it out. I would be very appreciative of that. So now, let me announce this week's artist winner and cover artist winners of the week. 
Every week, I pick what I believe to be the best comic book art of the week. So here we go. This week's comic book artist winner is Tyler Crook of Harrow County, issue number 32. Tyler Crook is a multiple artist winner and multiple cover artist winner of the week right here on the Sunspots Comics Podcast. He's that good. Follow him at Mr. Tyler Crook, and the Mr. spelled out. He has this very detailed, very painstaking, very beautiful watercolor style process, which, by the way, you can see videos of his color, his watercoloring process on his social media. But Tyler's watercoloring style really adds some amazing depth to the comic. It's just like nothing you've seen out there. And it really sets the world in this proper spooky, eerie darkness. That's It really is, is needed to make Harrow County really work. But he also it, it infuses in this kind of Americana, this Rockwellian style that's just so unique, so creepy. I absolutely love it. He's easily the artist winner of the week, Tyler Crook of Harrow County. Like I said, multiple artist winner, folks. Check out Tyler Crook's art, Mr. Tyler Crook on all social media. His stuff is gorgeous. Watercoloring, amazing detail. And this week's cover artist winner is Mike Del Mundo of Thor, issue number two by Marvel. Man, you got to see this cover. Uh, he was last week's artist winner and cover artist winner, by the way, on podcast number 162. Mike Del Mundo crushed it. Crushed it with the cover of Thor number two. You got to see it. It's gorgeous. It's packed with, with Thor and the Odin Sun brothers. They're all riding this huge monster truck. And it even has Thori, which I love Thori, the Thor dog, and Tooth Grinder. He's like the Thor goat steed. <laughs> They're both riding happily along. It's just gorgeous. The cover is this explosion of, of, of color. I just love that. It's just such a blend and mixture of different colors from the yellow to purples and oranges. It's just great. Uh, but the whole team is just kind of posed there with tons of awesome on their face as they just run over this frost giant in their giant monster trucks. There's a lot going on. It's very dense, very packed. It's badass. It's beautiful. It's poster worthy. It's just got a lot of going on, a lot of detail. You really have to look at it. It's Thor issue number two, our cover artist winner of the week, Mike Del Mundo. Thank you so much. You can follow him, by the way, on all the social media. Just search by his name, Mike Del Mundo. Fantastic. Those are art winners. And the breakdown. I actually read uh, 15 comic books this week, and four of them, only four, made it to the Great Ones recommendation list. That's right. It's tough to make the great top list, folks. It's got to be amazing, and that's what I'm recommending it. That's why I'm recommending it to you, only the amazing stuff. And there were two new number ones this week, and one of them made it to the Great Pick list, which is excellent. Uh, so listen especially close to that particular recommendation, which I will announce in just a second. So here now, my top comic book re recommendations. This is my great ones list of the best of the new comic books that just came out Wednesday, new comic book day, June 27th. I recommend you go to a local comic book shore, store and buy these today. Buy them immediately. They are the best of the best right now, the new comic books of the week. So like I said, there were four, so here we go now, breaking into the countdown. Coming in at number four is our cover artist winner of the week. Thor, issue number two from Marvel Comics. This is written by Jason Aaron and art by, like I said, cover artist winner Mike Del Mundo. Last week's podcast number 162, artist and cover artist winner of the week. I got a feeling Mike Del Mundo is going to be on that art winning list often because this his art style is gorgeous. Very hyper detailed, very cool kind of cartoony looking style, very much dense and packed with lots of things to look at. So you have to really kind of stop and enjoy it and look at it. It's very dense. It kind of has this, 
this style that there's so many lines and so many things going on that you really have to slow down, pay attention to the art because it's gorgeous. But to give you the sort of quick gist of Thor number two, Thor is in hell gathering his army of dead siblings, which is interesting in itself, these characters and the sort of relationship between them. Uh, while the Queen of Flames, ultimately, this sort of Satan, if you will, the demon goddess, is gathering her sort of army as Thor is preparing to, uh, for the war of to Malekith, the war on Malekith, who is trying to destroy all the realms, ultimately. But I, I kind of love the smaller part of this little sibling rivalry that they have going on. Uh, but yet there's a lot of warmth there, even though they're very kind of, they have just a lot of competition between them. And they always want to sort of outstage each other. It's just fun to watch that that sibling rivalry. But at the same time, there is definitely like warmth there. And they're happy to see each other. And Thori, the god dog, is hilarious. I love that he just kind of gets stuck on wanting to murder things. Thori murder. It's just great. He's kind of the Groot of this particular comic. At one point, he um, Thori even asked this very large T-Rex, which is like a steed, uh, to just marry him. So he's very limited in vocabulary, but he's like, Marry Thori. Thori, love you. It's just, like I said, he's the Groot of the series. He's hilarious. Definitely the comedy aspect of the of the title. There is a lot of trust issues with Thor and the Thor brothers, the Odinson brothers and sisters, uh, along with the ever-backstabbing Loki. He's there too. But I gotta see where this goes. It's a fun romp through hell with one L. Uh... <laughs> As the, as the Thor adventure continues and the Malekith War continues grinding on. But I love the building of this grand war that's really happening across the realms. It's just fun. It's just a good time. And you can hear the Led Zeppelin song in the background going on in your brain as you're reading this. It's just, it's hammer fun. By the way, he has like 500 hammers now, which he calls upon randomly. that aren't very durable. But it's kind of cool because you get to see different styles of hammers. So it's just fun. It's hammer time. It's good stuff. Thor issue number two is our number four pick of the week. Go get it. It's, man, Mike Del Mundo art is gorgeous. And uh, now we're already into the top three. Here we go now. The top three of the great pick list. Here we go now. Coming in at number three is the artist winner of the week. Uh, this is uh, a series finale. This is Harrow County issue number 32. That's right. It's over. Uh, this is my favorite horror comic book of all time. It is a 11-time Top pick of the week winner on the Sunspots Comics podcast. That's right. 11 times it has won top comic book pick of the week. Either the number one or the number two spot. And this is the final showdown between the evil witch Hester and Emmy. Our lovable Emmy who used to be kind of so naive. She's really, Emmy has really evolved as a character from this naive young girl to really kind of embracing this darker side of herself. I mean, in this series, at one point, she actually eats the remains of her evil witch sister, Cammy. That's right. It was a major point in the early 20s somewhere. Uh, to, in, to ultimately absorb her twin power so she could fight this evil dark witch, Hester. And this fight is no easy task for Emmy. They really go toe-to-toe here. It's an awesome fight. But uh, Colin Bunn has made us... You know, this is, by the way, written by uh, Colin Bunn and, and, of course, our artist winner, Tyler Crook. Uh, Colin Bunn being one of my favorite, maybe my favorite right now, I'll say favorite, not one of, my favorite horror comic book writer right now. Fantastic. But he's really made us love Emmy, so you really desperately want her to prevail against the evil witch Hester. That's all I'm going to tell you. They both go deep into their bag of witch tricks here as this epic battle of good witch versus evil witch takes place. This is, I'm sad to see it go, but I absolutely love the ride. 
I mean, uh, I think in the three years I've done this podcast, this and Invincible have been the two I talk about maybe more than any other comic at all. I mean, 11 times this has won the top pick of the week. It's also won a bunch of best art of the week and best cover art of the week. It's just gorgeous. Tyler Crook's watercoloring art style is fantastic and lovely. But uh, sad to see it go. That's all I want to tell you. I know I'm being cryptic, but you got to read it. It does have an interesting twist. And I love the ending. It's a good payoff. I had this weird sort of dream about if this were to continue to go on, what it would be like. And I actually wrote to Cullen Bunn and told him my idea. I know, that's a crazy idea. But I just was like, I need to share it with him. I don't care what he does with it. But I thought it'd be cool just to share it with him how I think Harrow County could potentially go in the very near future. But anyway, um, get it. Harrow County, issue number 32, the series finale, the end. Read it from the beginning, folks. It's fantastic. Read the end stories in the back matter. It's a lot of spooky stories being shared from readers. Even there's always, or not always, but most of the time there's a bonus page that sometimes is attached to Harrow County and sometimes it is not. But they're creepy and evil and twisted little fun single-page mini-issuettes. I love it, love it, love it. It was part of the inspiration for me to do uh, little issuettes at the end of Zombie Destroyers, my own comic that I'm creating, which I do. So thank you for that. I love just bonus stuff. So I'm always trying to stick in bonus stuff into my comics because over the years, I love when comics do that. And it's got bonus stuff in Harrow County. But anyway, coming in at number two is Kill or Be Killed, issue number 20. And this is from Image Comics. This is the team of Ed Brubaker, Sean Phillips, Elizabeth Brightweiser. This is also the series finale. Crazy that this is ending. This is over on issue 20. And this series ending is quite an ending. Let me tell you. Go back and read all 19, all 20 issues of Kill or Be Killed. It's realistic. It's gritty. It's a kind of Punisher story overall. So we are told... When the narrative takes place, when the narrative actually takes place, but where when it is is actually kind of open to interpretation. Um, there's this definitely fuzzy line between the figurative and the literal here, and I love that. So it kind of keeps you guessing what is real and what's not real all the way to the end because our main character, Dylan, did he really see a dark, twisted demon that told him to kill or be killed that was ultimately written or drawn by his father who was a comic book artist and then he sort of sees it he may see this demon uh, everywhere telling him to kill or be killed but we don't know that i love that writing that fuzzy line like i said between reality and unreality um, this is a very satisfying ending ultimately that just doesn't really end as you think it will i like that it surprised me but at its core this is some fantastic character development in dylan the primary character it's, it's what we get here that I love with this like realistic approach to mental health. I love that. But it is fantastic. It's gritty. It's this like realistic Punisher style of comic book that I told you. Realistic art by Sean Phillips. But there are lots of twists. There are lots of messed up, effed up turns in this. I highly recommend Kill or Be Killed. If you even remotely like the Punisher, this it, it, it's really not giving it any justice comparing it to punisher it's much more complex and dense and also this exploration in mental health like i said but check out kill or be killed collected together it's going to be fantastic like harrow county you know they're going to do a hardcover of harrow county but same thing with kill or be killed it's been fantastic interesting top pick of the week a few times so check out kill or be killed our number two but here we go now 
on to the number one top comic book pick of the week. The great one, the big cheese, the top dog, the supreme leader, the big kahuna. That's right. The number one comic book pick of the week is Sentry. Issue number one. That's right. It's our only new number one of the week. That's right. Listen carefully. Uh, jump right into this, folks. It's brand new. And this is, by the way, Team of, written by Jeff Lemire, who I love Everything that Jeff Lemire pretty much does, including the Black Hammer world right now, is probably the favorite of my, of my, of Jeff Lemire's work that I'm really loving is the Black Hammer series from Dark Horse. But it's written by Jeff Lemire, art by Kim Jacinto, Jacinto, if the J is silent, I'm sorry. But with great power comes great darkness. That is this. That's setting the tone here. When Bob becomes the Sentry, he risks unleashing the Void, an unstoppable destructive force born of Bob's subconscious. That's right. This is just, that's just a little sales header in the inside. And I love that they tweak the font of that. With great power, it's very clean and kind of just proper professional font. And then comes Great Darkness is like red and sketchy and the edges are, are kind of blurry. But this feels fresh. I really love Jeff Lemire's take on... The Marvel Universe is sort of Superman, ultimately. It's very powerful. In, uh, but I remember, too, in Marvel's Siege, issue number two, and it was like 20, 2010, I think. Yeah, I think it was around there. 2010. Uh, the Sentry literally rips Ares in half. I just remember that visual of just blood going everywhere. It looks like he tears apart Carnage because there's just blood flying all over the place. And I, know, I remember it, it just is, for me, it was one of the most brutal deaths in Marvel history. It was like a rated R death. In a PG comic. But they retooled that very image of that death where where Sentry kills Ares. Again, right here in this comic. And it's very cool how they sort of retool it. You'll have to see it. But it's very nicely placed. <laughs> Just really nice. I like that homage to a 2010 comic uh, called Siege. Marvel's Siege. Check that out. Issue number two. But... Uh, you really feel this pressure. There's this tension that just builds through this whole com comic that Bob Reynolds, our main character who is the Sentry, he has to put up with every single day. Like he's going to this pocket dimension that Doctor Strange created for him to keep this evil side of him at bay. Uh, he has to go there every 24 hours or the Void will actually come to, to life and destroy all life. So he has the pressure of that. And then he even has Misty and the ACD. They're, they're his patrol parole officers, ultimately. They're breathing down his neck every single day. And then he has these sidekicks that are stuck powerless in the regular standard world, not in the pocket world. They can't go there. And, uh, and Bob has to just sort of deal with them constantly of how they, you know, they feel like their life is just so meaningless because they can't be uh, the sentry superhero sidekicks. So he's just constantly surrounded by all this pressure. And he has to also make sure that he gets to his... Dr. Strange doohickey and go to this pocket dimension, which is ultimately in his mind to sort of be a superhero there to somehow this psychologically re relieves him of this void that wants to come to life and take over his being and destroy everything. But, <laughs> oh, by the way, this has a doozy of a cliffhanger, folks. I mean, a level 10 DEFCON 5 cliffhanger. Or DEFCON 1, whichever one's the worst or of the two. I forget what the DEFCONs are. But, uh, man, I love it. It feels fresh. It's a... I don't know. It's just... I know Marvel... The Marvel world's full of superheroes, but this is kind of their take on Superman. It just feels very fresh and unique. And the art by Kim Jacinto is gorgeous. Definitely art runner, winner-up of the week here. It's just... 
It's gorgeous, gritty, very realistic. Nothing cartoony kind of about it, except for maybe the coloring style is a, a, a little cartoony. But, man, when the sentry fights, it's brutal. He uh, definitely has needs a filter, uh, which Superman does so well, of not hitting things too hard. He seems to just hit and rip and tear and destroy. It's a little bit on that invincible side of things, maybe, is why I really enjoy this. But I really have high hopes for this. For the century, I really hope it goes in an amazing direction. It feels fresh. It feels new. I'm leaving out some of the interesting points here, folks. But trust me, go and get Century, issue number one from Jeff Lemire. Easily the number one pick of the week. And this had two series finales in this week, guys. So to beat them out, it's got to be good. So it's not good. It's great. Check out Century, issue number one. Fantastic. But there you go. That's the Sunspots Comics Podcast, issue number 163. I hope that you enjoyed it. Let me lock the vault door. Those are my new comic book recommendations for this week, for New Comic Book Day, Wednesday, June 27th. Please walk on over to your local comic book shop and buy these four comic books immediately. Tell them Chris from the Sunspots Comics Podcast, the guy that works at Aftershock Comics, sent you to them. If you have any questions, comments, or you'd like a personal comic book recommendation, email me directly to chris at sunspotscomics.com. Maybe there's a comic I'm missing out there. I know I'm reading 120 titles, but I scour through previews. I go through various websites using hashtags, etc. to try to find the best new comics that are coming out every week. But sometimes I miss some. If you have a recommendation for me, send it to my email, chris at sunspotscomics.com. And maybe also follow our, our blog. It's at blog.sunspotscomics.com. Hit us there, too. And would you like some free comic books? Yes, you would. <laughs> yes, you. Just listen to past Sunspots Comics podcasts to get some. Like the Sunspots Comics podcast issue number 162, I give away a digital copy of Amazing Spider-Man 801, which is our number one pick of the week, by the way. And there are still some other unclaimed Marvel digital comic book codes in past podcasts. Just go get them. All you got to do is listen to past Sunspots Comics podcast, grab the Marvel digital code, go to marvel.com slash redeem to see if you've won it. And again, let me know if you've won it at Sunspots Comics so I can let people know the code is taken. And please sign up for our email newsletter, sunspotscomics.com slash contact. And by the way, go over to cryptidzoo.com. My buddy Julian makes these sweet augmented reality t-shirts based on cryptozoology. Which, there's not a lot of t-shirt companies out there doing that kind of thing. So, fantastic, cryptidzoo.com. Uh, you use your Erasma app and your smartphone to make the Cryptid Zoo t-shirts come to life. It's hard to even explain, but it just comes to life on your phone. The shirt has a secret code built in it, basically. And it makes your shirt come to life. It's very cool. But most importantly, go to cryptidzoo.com and use the promotional code Sunspots Comics, and you will get 25% off your order. That's right, cryptidzoo.com. Dot com C-R-Y-P-T-I-D-Zoo.com. Also, tune in next week for issue Sunspots Comics issue number 164. I'll be reading a list of 15 brand new comic books that come out on July 4th, Independence Day, with two new number ones that are coming out as well. So I hope they're great, so I can recommend them to you on next week's podcast. And please, give a little back to us right here at the Sunspots Comics podcast. Go to iTunes, give us some positive words and a five-star review. If you do, I'll even read your review on a future podcast right here, give you a shout-out, and even personally thank you by mailing you a comic book-related surprise package delivered to your door. I sometimes put toys, put comic books, or whatever kind of cool, neat stuff I have in the Sunspots Comics office here. So just help us out. Go to iTunes. 
And please subscribe, listen in, tell a person, a loved one, a nerdy loved one, to check us out at the Sunspots Comics Podcast. I'd greatly appreciate it. But thank you so much for listening. Please have a fun and safe Independence Day with your family and friends. Use this holiday gathering to make an effort to just have some great conversations with the people you really care about. That's what's important. Use this holiday for that. But until next week, spend some time with the ones you love and go read some comics and then do those two things together. Worlds collide. But stay nerdy, my friends, and be like water. Talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Now. I'm talking about America, America.